0: All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we've got an awesome guest on the line this week. A little bit about this person. She's a former teacher. She's now a full-time course creator. She's made something like over $880,000 in online course sales. She's retired her husband. He works with her in the business. Um, She also teaches teachers, and she also teaches families how to create online courses, And she's the podcast host of the new but very popular podcast, Course Creation Mummets. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Lindsay Bowden. Lindsay, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for having me, Jono.
0: No, thank you for coming on. I'm super excited. Uh, We're actually going to do two podcasts with Lindsay because she's got so much cool things to share. Uh, Today's podcast is going to be about her story. And we'll get that in a sec. But just before we do, Lindsay, let us know a little bit about your, your situation at the moment. Who are you? Where are you based? What do you do day to day?
1: Yeah. So, like Jonah said, I'm Lindsay Bowden. I am married. I have a four year old and then one on the way. I'm 30 weeks pregnant right now. So, Woo.
0: congratulations. Check <laughs> it
1: out of breath. That's why. <laughs> um, I am in Georgia in the US. And yeah, I am a full-time work-from-home mama. So that's, that's basically what I do. I, I work about three or four hours, Monday through Thursday, and then the rest of the time I'm hanging out with my family.
0: That sounds awesome. I'm sure you've hooked everyone. They're like, all right, that's cool. I want to do it. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure it's a bit of a journey to get there. So I want to hear this story, Lindsay. So over to you. Start where you want to start. And go as far back as possible, even to when it was a thought. When did this idea or business or or dream kind of start?
1: Yeah. So I am actually a former high school math teacher. I taught math for eight years in Georgia. And I started teaching in 2011. And I left the classroom in 2019. So I taught for eight years and that actually was the catalyst for all of this. If I hadn't have been in the classroom, I don't think any of this would have happened. So when I was a first year teacher, we had no textbooks. We had no resources. We were required to kind of find our own resources and by resources, I mean worksheets and notes for our students and um, activities, you know, anything that we were going to use in the classroom, we had to find ourselves by ourselves or make ourselves. So I started my very first year teaching, um, creating my own teacher resources. And that was actually the topic behind my first course. So it started all the way back in 2011 when I had no clue what an online course even was. I was literally just solving a problem that I had myself and I saw other teachers in my school having. So um, I spent a lot of time learning how to create resources quickly because I was doing it at night after I got home from a long day of teaching. So I'm sure you can imagine, I'm like, I'm ready to be done, but I need something for tomorrow or next week. So um, I really learned programs on my computer. I learned how to make, um, you know, math graphics that we weren't taught how to create in college, like graphs or geometric figures. Like no one taught us how to do that, but we still had to have resources for our students. So I self-taught, you know, myself how to do that. Um, Just watching a bunch of YouTube videos and figuring it out because that's what entrepreneurs do. Right. Uh, So, yeah. So that is kind of where my first online course Started was just out of a need that I had myself
0: was that and just just so I can understand this when you're saying you were creating these resources it was just for you for yourself it wasn't like well I'm going to create these and sell them to the other teachers at school or go online and sell them it was like I need these things I'm going to go and create these things myself at that stage was there a goal to go online and, and sell it elsewhere it was literally just for you at that stage
1: it was just for me, I didn't even know that it was possible to sell my teacher resources. It was mm-hmm. literally just because I needed things for my students in my classroom, um, which is cool. It, it, was, a, it yeah. was cool that I could solve my own problem. And then I realized, okay, other teachers also have this problem. Um, I
0: think, yeah. and we might get into this tomorrow or later, but I feel that's, that's what I feel entrepreneurism is, right? And especially the online course space. It's like, right, here's a problem. Can I that that a problem that I know exists because I've been through it myself, not something that I think exists or would be nice to sell and let me solve that. So I love that. Uh, all right. So next step, Lindsay. So you had all these awesome resources. Um, your classes were awesome. How did you get into selling them online?
1: Yeah. So I um, was the. Geometry lead teacher, which means I kind of created the lesson plans for all of the geometry teachers in my school. And so when I would create something for my class, I would obviously share it because we were all doing the same thing. And so I had teachers start telling me, like, wow, these are really good. How did you create these graphs? How are you making these graphics? Um, You know, I want to learn how to do this. So I started sharing them with just teachers in my school. And then actually, one of the other geometry teachers at my school said, you should list that on Teachers Pay Teachers. And I had heard of this site before, but I had never really looked into it. So I got on my laptop and was like, what is Teachers Pay Teachers? So it's basically this website. It's a marketplace where teachers upload their resources and other teachers purchase them. Um, mm-hmm. There's There are other websites that are similar, like TES. I think that's more popular in Australia and the UK. Um, but Teachers Pay Teachers is worldwide. So most teachers will probably know what I'm talking about. So I started... Every time I would create something for my students, I would just upload it. So, this mm-hmm. was, I started this in 2017. So, it was six years after I had started making resources for my own classroom and I was a lead teacher. Then I was like, okay, might as well. I'm already making them for my students.
0: Yeah. And, right, sure. um, How long were you creating them for yourself, you and so did you say? So, from 2011
1: to 2017, I was just yeah, wow. creating for, for my own, own students. Then yeah, someone yeah. Me on this website. You wish.
0: You wish you did it back in 2012.
1: Oh <laughs> my gosh, yes, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. for yeah, sure. I mean, but you, you know, as
1: well. don't, <laughs> know what you don't know <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So sorry. Continue on. So a teacher said, "Hey, get it listed on Teachers for Teachers." Mm-hmm. What happened on there?
1: So I um, didn't really take it seriously. It was just kind of like a side hustle because I was so busy in the classroom. But I was making, you know a few hundred dollars a month which was great a great side hustle for a teacher and yeah. it wasn't really extra work for me because like I said I was already mm-hmm. making this for my classroom so um so yeah I started making some money started making some more money took a couple of courses about teachers pay teachers specifically and how to really oh, make your research wow. out yes. which is where I got introduced to courses so I didn't know what an online course was,
0: oh, yeah. it was just resources um, at that stage wasn't it?
1: Yes. One okay. of my friends from high school, actually, she had an online course about how to really build your TPT store. So I took oh, that and I started making more money and I was like, wow, this can be lucrative and teachers are already doing this for their classroom. Um, maybe other teachers want to know how to do this as well. So uh-huh. um, so that was between 2017 and 2019. And then in 2019, I found out that I was pregnant with our first baby. And that kind of changed everything because then mm-hmm. I said, I want to stay home with my baby. In In the U.S., teachers only get six weeks of maternity leave. Oh, really? Went, mm,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I wasn't down with that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my husband and I planned for me to stay home for the first year. And I was just going to kind of keep trying this business and maybe try to do a course because mm-hmm. as I was making these resources and uploading them, teachers started asking me, you know, how are you doing this? Not even mm-hmm. the selling part, just the how are you actually making these worksheets? Like what, what software are you mm-hmm. using? How are you making accurate graphics? Like what program did you have to pay for to do that? And yeah. I was actually just using PowerPoint and Excel, which most teachers already have. It yeah. wasn't like an additional paid program. So um, in the summer of 2019, I was very pregnant and I made my first online course Ooh. about how to do resources.
0: That's great. Now, j- j- let me just get a few things around here because it's such a cool story. Uh, can I ask revenue at that stage? So when you were you're still teaching full time, maybe you just took maternity leave or, or you know, that kind of stage. There was that were you making enough for a full time income at that stage, or what was the kind of revenue just from resources and, and teachers pay teachers?
1: I was not. Um, so I was making about sixty thousand a year from teaching. Yeah. And um, I, I left the classroom and we had enough saved for me to stay home for a year, but then gotcha. I would need to go back because I wasn't making enough just from the teacher resources.
0: Do you know roughly what you're making from the resources, give or take?
1: Gosh, um, maybe a thousand a month at that point.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Ooh, that makes sense. No, I'm with you. Okay, cool. So then created the online course. Tell us about that. What was that lie? And even go, because everyone listening to this will be an online course nerd. So even tell us what software, was it videos, was it um, PowerPoints? Yeah, tell us about the online course. How long did it yeah. take?
1: Well, first of all, I had no clue what I was doing. So <laughs> I just want to preface that I just, I am a kind of jump in and learn on the way kind of person. So um, I, created the course called Math Resource Academy. It was just for math teachers to learn how to make resources in their classroom. Nothing about selling yet. I used Kajabi. I used Kajabi from the very beginning, even though I couldn't afford
0: it. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, I'll just give you some context. Most people that listen to this and and the guests on, it's pretty well established. Kajabi is probably the best online course platform, but probably also one of the most expensive for, for starting off. So... Tell us about that. Why Kajabi off the bat?
1: Let's take a quick break.
0: right now
1: that I just um, I knew that I could do this I yeah. just felt in my soul like I'm gonna make yeah. this happen I have to make this happen I had yeah. a really big why which was yeah. I'm pregnant I am about to have to leave my baby after six weeks I can't do that or even yeah. after a year I didn't want to do that either I wanted to stay home yeah. full-time so yeah. um, I think I, I just feel knew- I
0: was well just outside and I feel you're already making a bit of money online. You know, it's kind of like, I think it's, if you're already making a thousand bucks a month online, okay, I'll spend a couple hundred for that. I think it can still yet yeah, all those things you said, big wine, you go for sure, but I think it makes it a little bit easier if you've got some coming in, you know?
1: That is very true. Yes. When I already yeah. had some additional income, it was easier for me to say yes to that big platform for sure. And I didn't yeah. want to have to move everything, you know, yeah. drag course Mm -hmm. i see a lot of course creators having to do that and it is a pain so Mm -hmm. uh yeah went right with kajabi from the beginning so the course was mostly me screen sharing and showing you know this is how you create this graph this is how you make this you know figure um and yeah i like i said i didn't know what i was doing i didn't even have like a launch of it it just said Hey, this is open. Does anybody want to buy it? <laughs> didn't have yeah. an email list established at this point. So again, very, very beginning stages of online course creation.
0: Because I'm guessing teachers pay teachers. You wouldn't get the email address for that, right? You'd list your thing up there. Someone would buy it directly from there. Maybe you're building a, a social. We're building a social following at the time. I had an Instagram.
1: To- I did have an Instagram for my teachers pay teachers store, but I didn't really have an email list. Didn't really know what an email list was. Most of yeah. my traffic was because Teachers Pay Teachers is already such an established website. They already get their own traffic, and then they'll just find my resources from the search.
0: Yeah, love it. Awesome. All right, cool. So created this this online course. Um, tell us about the sales process. What, do, what did that kind of look like?
1: Yeah, so I... The first time I, I did not even call it a launch because it wasn't a launch. I just opened the doors and said, does anybody want to buy it? So I guess the sales came from Instagram. Now looking back because I didn't have an email list. Um, right. so, so I, made I think made I made for, about a thousand dollars.
0: Gotcha. Made a thousand dollars from it? Yes. Gotcha. What was it? What was it? What was the price of the course?
1: You know, I, I think I had it actually set up as a membership model in the beginning right. Yep. This is so funny because I knew I was going to be talking about this. I'm like, I need to go back and think about what I do. <laughs> like so long ago. Um, And I think it was fourteen dollars a month. And then I decided I didn't want to do a membership, so I just stopped it. So really, I think people paid about sixty. Sixty. Because I think I stopped you. the payment plans after oh, wow. three. Months.
0: Hold <laughs> on. This sounds this this actually made. I was only a thousand bucks. Made a couple sales. You made how many sales? Did you look. Yeah, what's that 20 sales? Let me do the math on that. So you would have made, yeah, yeah 20 sales.
1: Yes, that sounds yeah. about right.
0: Yeah, 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 that's great. Okay, what was your Instagram following, if you don't mind me asking at, at that stage?
1: It was less than 10,000 for sure. Um, yeah. probably six, seven thousand, I would say.
0: Okay, all right. Oh, so that's decent, I guess. Six, seven thousand. Yeah, 000. I mean,
1: I was, I was happy with
0: it <laughs> yeah yeah and all teachers that, that all teachers like. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay, cool awesome all right cool so you'll you'll launch that there's your your thousand bucks um next step from there what did you kind of do from there
1: yeah so i realized that i needed to learn some things because i saw other course creators having these big launches I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about marketing or launching or, or anything course creation mm-hmm. <laughs> related. Um, I could make the videos and I am already a teacher. So that came naturally to me. Yeah. And I feel like my course, it offered a really good transformation that was needed and that people wanted. Yeah. But I needed to know how to actually sell it, how to make it an irresistible offer, how to mm-hmm. market it, my messaging, all of that. So yeah. I really took the next year and learned everything I could about course creation. I listened to every podcast. I listened to books. I, you know, I really immersed myself in course creation Mm -hmm. and um, I also had a newborn. So I kind of slowed down a little bit at that time, but, um, that's what I did for between the summer of 2019 and the summer of 2020. And in the summer of 2020 was when I had my first real launch of the course.
0: Gotcha. Share some some revenue there if you don't mind us, don't mind us asking.
1: Yes, yeah, so I made about forty-seven thousand dollars in a only- week. So big difference.
0: There we go. And U.S. dollars, right? We're not talking Australian dollars or Canadian dollars. It's uh, U.S. dollars. US? Yeah. U.S. dollars. Okay. Price of the course at that stage.
1: It was one ninety-seven.
0: Gotcha. And then Actually, you went gold. Two hundred of them, or something
1: like that. Yes, I have my stats here. Actually, I always keep my the stats of all my launches, so I can remember (laughs) what I've done. Um, Yeah, about two hundred and thirty sales, and yeah, my email list was still really small. So, what I did for that launch was I did a free kind of training, and then at the end of the training, it was a multi-day training. I think it was four days, and I had. 1,100 people opt into that free training. Woo.
0: And okay.
1: basically the training was um, how to create a specific type of resource. I can't remember what I taught, but it was maybe how to create a task cards activity, which is something teachers do in the classroom. So I taught okay. them kind of over the four days how to do that. And then on the last day, I sold the course and opened the doors to the course.
0: That's awesome. All right, there's so many things to break down here. Let's start, yeah. let me think. You know what? There's, there's a question I usually ask later in the podcast, which is around mentors, because most people that are successful selling online courses have done similar to yourself. I read the books, listened to the podcast, bought the courses, yada, yada, yada. Um, let's even start there. Tell us the all of those, the books, the people to follow, the courses you did that had the most impact to help you go from $1,000 a launch to... a
1: launch. Yeah. Oh gosh. A lot. So um, I talked about my friend from high school that had a course and that's kind of how I was introduced to courses. Um, She's Casey Moore. She's like huge in the teacher community. She has the CEO teacher kind of movement. So she had, um, it wasn't really a course that I took. It was kind of like a group coaching program with her where she kind of taught us how to create and launch a course. So that was really, really helpful to just kind of go through the process with her. Also, Amy Porterfield, of course, um, the GOAT. I listened to probably every one of her episodes. Um, you know, I there's so many. Pat Flynn, um, all the big marketing names that everyone knows. I listened to all of those podcasts. Um, Launched by Jeff Walker. His book was awesome and really, really informative. Um so, yeah, I, I mean, it was a year of learning. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't even tell you all the people that I learned from because it was so many. <laughs> but you those are the to, biggest.
0: You had to pick one that was the best, either book, podcast, course. Who was the, the best or had the biggest impact on you or your results?
1: Oh, definitely Casey Morris, because it, I, was, I was working through the process with her it was more it was you know individualized help it wasn't Mm. just listening to a podcast it was she was giving us assignments and then we got feedback from it um that was so helpful just having a mentor to like give you feedback along the way and kind of affirm yes this is a good decision yes this looks Mm. good no you need to update this landing page was really really helpful
0: Mm, For sure awesome okay uh and one of the things that stands out there is you had did you say 11,000 people opt into the free training?
1: 1,100.
0: 11, okay, there we go. Okay, still awesome. Not quite the, yeah. <laughs> but still no, no. awesome.
1: No, it was really
0: small. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about that, Lindsay. Like, I'm not sure if you're joking with the small or, or whatever, but most people listening to this would love to have 1,100 people on some sort of free training. Tell us about that. How would you get that volume of people on the, the free training?
1: Um, I had started an email list during that time. So some came from my email list. I also ran Facebook ads for the free
0: training. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. So let's break down a couple things there. So it was a combination to get that many people It was paid Facebook ads and also some organic marketing as well?
1: Yes. Email list, um, Instagram. um, Those are probably the three things that I used for that first launch. I didn't have anything else established at that point.
0: To build the email list organically was it mainly Instagram? It was like, hey, I'm going to post stuff on Instagram, build my following there, which is going to build my email list. Was that the the strategy there?
1: Yes, I'm trying to think back. <laughs> I know I used Instagram. Um, I may have had a Pinterest account at that point. I feel like Pinterest was easier to get leads back then. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have anything else set up. I didn't have like a podcast or Um, So it was Facebook ads and Instagram were the main two.
0: Gotcha. Even break down those um, to learn Instagram. It was self-taught. Did you do a course on that?
1: I didn't do a course on that. Um, It was really just me committing to getting on stories every day and talking about what I was doing in the classroom because I was still Mm. – well, no, I I had started an Instagram before I left the classroom. So when I was still in the classroom, I was talking about what I was doing. And then once I left, yeah. I was showing, you know, this is how I'm making this resource. I would show the resource, print it out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think Stories was probably the biggest, yeah. you know, needle mover for Instagram at that time.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's, well, it's always a good one, I think, if you're still doing the thing. And either way, when you said resource as well because um, it's similar like my backgrounds actually in personal training so i used to be a personal trainer i used to run a boot camp um and, and I, very similar to you and then i ran courses and memberships on how to run a successful boot camp and how to do the workouts and whatever it is um, but it was so easy when i was still running the boot camp because it was literally like right i'd run my session the workout would still be on the board take out my phone all right right personal trainers watching this use the exact session i did with my clients here you know go and follow it use it with your clients so love that system there um facebook ads self-taught did you hire someone hire an agency what did that kind of look like
1: um i learned some through that group coaching program that i was in a lot of it was trial and error um Mm. just seeing what worked i will say that teacher ads were really easy back then. It was really easy to get low cost leads. It's they're still very low cost compared to yeah. the leads I get with my online course yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: business. Yeah. Um, so that does help. Um, but really, I was just keeping it very simple. I would just have a picture of a resource, and the caption would say something like, "Do you want to learn how to make this? Join this training."
0: Yeah, that was it. Show it was some, okay. So a couple questions there. I'm a massive fan of Facebook ads myself. A lot of people listening to this, um, and even in even in the, the online space, do you find a lot of people hate on Facebook ads, where they're like, "Hey, I've made this much money, and I didn't have to spend a cent on Facebook ads or whatever." And yeah, yeah okay, yeah. but like you make more back on the Facebook ads. Who cares how much you spent on? But anyway, that's right. a different right. different thing. <laughs> um, how was that for you? Like, were you already making a bit of cash at the time, and you're like, "Right, I'm willing to invest, or I'm willing to learn, or..." Or was it just an easy choice for you? Hey, I'm seeing other people make money on Facebook ads, so I'm going to do the same. What is? Tell us about that that stage.
1: Yeah, I did not spend a lot of money on Facebook ads, so it didn't seem super scary to me. Um, I was actually just looking at how much I spent in my first launch, and I spent a um, hundred and twenty dollars.
0: Oh wow! Okay. And how many leads? Did you, have you got your cost per lead there? Would you remember?
1: Um, I, it says 579 leads came from Facebook. Yeah, well, so,
0: about 25 cents.
1: Very cheap. They're yeah. not that cheap oh. anymore. But back yeah. in 2020, they were. Because now they're or running ads really at that time for, for other teachers.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's quite a hot one. You know, I see quite a lot of them in, in my feed because my partner's a teacher. I think that's maybe, oh, okay. yeah, that's maybe why I see them. She could be yeah. a- for you. But anyway, that's another another uh, story. So yeah, yeah okay, twenty five cents. Yeah, wow. Okay, same question Crazy. there. Do, do you wish you just put the bank on it back then? Oh my
1: gosh, yes. I had no idea how cheap that was. Yeah,
0: yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. what
1: I, I. That was like a gold mine I was sitting on, but you know.
0: Yeah. It is yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So you had your your forty seven thousand dollar launch. What was the the next stage from there? Was it just rinse and repeat? Hey, I've got this system. I'm going to do this every three months. Or what did it kind of look like after that launch?
1: Yeah, so after that launch, that um, really solidified my decision to stay home for good from the classroom. So that was probably the biggest thing that came from that launch. I decided, okay, this is my job now. (laughs) I'm not going back. I want to stay home with my kid, my baby. So that was awesome. And as far as repeating the launch, it was a lot of work. I was so tired and exhausted after that launch because I didn't have any team members. It was all on me. So I decided to wait and launch at the end of December, early January. So it was about six months in between. Oh, gotcha.
0: Yep. Okay. Cool. And then it was a similar thing. You had your system there, right? I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing on Instagram, going to keep doing what I'm doing on email, going to run this ad again. Very similar. Yeah
1: very similar. I actually, so um, for that launch and for all the launches after that, I changed it to a challenge, which really helped. So instead of it just being a training where teachers watch, Mm -hmm. I added the kind of assignment part so that at the end of each day, they would share what they created. And then at the end of the challenge, they had one resource fully created that they could share with everyone in the pop-up Facebook group that I created. That really helped Sales. It helps teachers mm-hmm. see that this is easy and it's possible. So that's the one big change I made from my first to second launch was changing it from just a training to a challenge. And ever since then, I've been running challenges.
0: Gotcha. Can I ask um, revenue for the second launch and, and what that kind of looks like now, even roughly is so. fine.
1: Yeah. So that launch was January of 2021. I made ninety six thousand two hundred and forty eight
0: dollars. That's amazing.
1: Now that's including payment plans. So that's like if all payment plans go through and teachers, honestly, I haven't had very many issues with payment plans. So it was probably very close to that, but just to be fully transparent, that's that number.
0: That's amazing. That's great. Congratulations. So I interviewed a lot of successful course creators on here. I think that's probably the biggest launch I've ever heard. So well done. Uh, So, okay. And then you still run, because I know now you obviously, you've got a couple other um, businesses. Do you still run this business now?
1: I do. I I still run this business. I I had a launch of this same course um, in June of this year, and I'm about to launch it again in November. It's a lot different now because I have a team. I have a small team. It's just two people. So it's not like this huge team that I have, but it, it is so much easier with just any help than having to run it all yourself so I do still kind of have the two sides of my business
0: and this this business that we've been speaking about here selling the courses to teachers launches are still give or take that mark fifty hundred thousand per launch
1: um so well just to kind of caveat before I tell you the profit so I kind of changed the course and started marketing it more as okay so you can make these resources but you can also sell them so that Uh teachers really all the roi and especially right now a lot of teachers i don't know how it is in australia but in the u.s they're leaving the classroom they want some kind of alternative income um that makes a big difference (laughs) um and i was already doing like i'm already selling on tpt i'm already doing that so they see it's possible so this Past summer, um, if all payment plans go through, it will be about $180,000. That's
0: great. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So, and then how much, say just that side of the business, how many hours a week, give or take, would you say you, you work on that?
1: Um, when we're not in launch, maybe an hour a week that's because great. it's all automated. We, we run evergreen webinars in between the launches. During launch, um, we have the the main goal that I had with my business this year actually is setting up systems so that in a launch, all I have to do is show up in the the teaching part and everything else is kind of automated or a team member does it. So, um, you know, during the launch, I would say probably 10 hours a week, but hopefully it will be less than that when we launch again in November.
0: Yeah, that's great. Awesome. All right. Uh, and now let's just touch on, because I know we'll speak more about this tomorrow when the next podcast comes out. So that's great. Seems like you had this business doing great revenue, um, very time efficient. And then you got a bit bored and you were like, you know what, uh, I'm going to up a new business. Or it, would, it sounds like it would probably be the same thing. Similar to what you said when you started your first ever membership site or, or resources, you had people, Lindsay, this is awesome. How do I do it? Teach me how to do this there's probably a demand there. You're like, you know what, let me help other people do this or, or tell us that side. What was the, the next thing from there?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, when you start, when people see your success, they want to know how it happens. So I get it. So in 2021, I kind of started thinking about maybe expanding my business to include teaching people how to make a course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2022, that's when I really launched this new business. Um, and it's called Meet the Bowdens. And I run it with my husband. He is actually a former accountant. So he does the backside, the books, all of that. Mm. Um, I can talk more about that in a second about him quitting. But um,
0: yeah, so yeah. So good, yeah. we completely skipped that. We'll just speak in yeah. revenue. But I feel like family life is more important, you know. But, anyways, we'll okay. get oh. all. Actually, no, no, yeah. jump into that then. So, at what point did that happen?
1: Yes. Yeah, so he left his job in um, December of 2022. Wait, was it? 20?
0: Oh my gosh. That a year ago. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like what you're <laughs> um, saying. <laughs> so, yes, December of 2022, he left his job. It wasn't like a, a quick decision. I really had to convince him to leave because <laughs> yeah. he is, um, you know, any, man who wants to be the provider yeah. and make sure that your family is taken care of. But I was, you know, I had replaced my income and his income and I really wanted um, more help with my daughter so that we didn't have to do daycare or anything because my business was getting so busy and yeah. I hadn't really taken the steps to set up systems and and help my team understand like, you know, how to automate things better. So finally convinced him to leave his job in in December of 2022. Um, But yeah, yeah, so we work on that together now and it's pretty awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll be speaking about that more um, tomorrow so we we won't uh, spoil that too much here. Um, Lindsay, that's amazing. Like that's one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. So you've done awesome there. We've covered off a lot of the questions I, I like to ask throughout anyway. Uh, But I've got a a question I always do for people where it's kind of like a money question. I try and find something that I think, you know, they really value. And I'm like, how much would you, you know, pay not to have that or to have that? So I think the best one for you is maybe teachers pay teachers. Okay. So question with that. If you were to find out about that website, say a year earlier, how much would you pay for that? Like if someone said to you, you know, hey Lindsay, there's actually this website here. You know, go on and do it, and it got you on there a year earlier. Would you have paid them hundred thousand dollars for that?
1: That's a great question. So I I'm just thinking about ROI here. I make about yep. sixty to seventy k a year just from that. Yep. So I guess that's probably what I would. Hey, yeah. I mean, you know, that—that's—that's that's the value of it, I guess. So,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. I like <laughs> asking the question in hindsight because it's kind of like you never take it at the time, you know. Like if someone said you at the time, "Lindsay, it's a great idea. You just pay me sixty-eight thousand dollars for it." You're like, yeah, whatever. But looking back, it's like you know what? Probably would have. So, love that. Um, Awesome. All right. Lindsay, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this. They're going to be like, this woman is amazing. She's an inspiration. I want to follow her. I want to take her courses. Um, You've mentioned your podcast. Give it another plug with the name. And where else can we go to follow you?
1: Yeah. So my podcast is Course Creation Mama. And then I'm on Instagram at meet.the.bowdens.
0: Awesome. All right. Lindsay, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish us off with?
1: I think that's everything. I'm really excited for the next episode where we really dive into some actionable strategies to help other people build a life that they love.
0: Awesome. All right, Lindsay, thank you for your time.
1: Thanks so much.